It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Thanks for tuning in on the podcast right on time. We're not getting started on time. We're going to wait for the throngs of people and comedians to join us here. Super exciting night. We have a bunch of comedians from L.A. with real stage credits. Things like... Things like they might have even seen people's side boob in the in the back lot of American Horror Story or some crazy show called Legion. Crazy, crazy stuff, everybody. Here on Mutiny Radio. Is this not is this not working? Is this one so quiet that it's not I have the feeling that nobody can hear that because people keep switching the microphones around in this building. Yay, it's 8 o'clock. This place is filled with children, not you guys in the audience, but I mean the people who work here just love to change the microphones and not tell anybody about it. Ha, ha, ha. Joke's on me for not being ready to start the show. Uh, we're going to be back here on Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse with really, really great lineup. It is fire tonight, so I'm really excited. We're going to listen to some more uh, commercials, and we'll be back with a great lineup tonight on Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. The kayak yes. So then all you gotta do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skin Care. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks 
hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look, but that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques for
from everyone. Get positive, my host, Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THCT. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. After work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. Don't like to think about it. Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse here at Mutiny Radio. I don't know if someone gave us a gift tonight of a bunch of stuff in the corner or like what happened, but it looks like we just inherited a bunch of cool, weird stuff. Oh, is that yours? Oh, okay, good. I didn't know what happened. I was like, there's boxes of stuff. Did we just inherit that or what happened? I was like, wow. I know I was like a Vitamix. I've always wanted one of those. That's like, that's, you, can, you can grind anything up in that. You can like take a whole coconut and just zoom, zoom, and then there, now you're on the road to health. Uh, yay, here we are at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Yay, okay, cool, yeah. Yeah. It's okay, it's perfect. I'm, I had a nervous breakdown this morning and I wanted to talk about depression as I get up on stage and everybody leaves. That's exactly what's supposed to happen. No, it's fine, I know, this is all meaningless. I have no idea why we're here. Does anybody else question the nature of their own reality? Westworld is more important than the real life to me right now, you guys. I'm so depressed and sad, the only thing worth living is... HBO and maybe there's a good one coming out tomorrow and I can think about how much my life sucks and what a spiral I'm in and at least you know and it, actually I was gonna say at least I'm not an, an AI but I wish I was because it would be so much easier if I could just be lobotomized so I wouldn't feel pain and ennui about how badly my life sucks ah, I am nothing yay tomorrow is Clusterfest yay bunch of comedians that I don't know come into a town and there's nothing that's great I'm gonna bring the job rocker max and annoy people in line by doing comedy to them in line because I have nothing else. My cat is dying. 
Uh, I know, it's really sad. He's like literally dying. And it's one of those things when like, I'd like to be put out of my misery, but does he, like, is he, does he want to die? Or I wish we could have a conference together and be like, are you done, man? Because you're just staring at the wall now. Are you not happy anymore? Are you done? But I don't know, who clings to life? Uh, this is, I obviously, I don't feel like clinging to life because there's never anything here, it's fine. Okay, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, uh, I don't even know, I can't even do jokes. So yeah, I did have, a, I had a nervous breakdown this morning. I was crying inside my Tenderloin apartment, crying, screaming very upset, when am I gonna get a win, things like that. And uh, there was a man outside and he was screaming, fuck my life, fuck my life. And I was like, uh, I'm screaming inside the tenderloin and he's screaming outside the tenderloin. Perspective. At least I'm not outside screaming in the tenderloin. But if I was, then I'd have more drugs. Yay, I'd be on heroin, that would be fun. That would give me a reason to live. Yay, that's good, let's get high. Uh, so yeah, on the way here, it was, uh, fun. I felt, you know, uh, I was having a rough day and I was feeling, you know, yeah, the existential ennui of, uh, living here in San Francisco. Hey, yeah, come in. Yay. Hey. Uh, but I, I was walking down the street and I got complimented and it wasn't a cat call. It was a compliment. It's hard to tell these days, right? What's a cat call? What's a compliment? A nice uh, gentleman said to me, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. It's nice. It's a nice thing to say to a lady, an old lady. It's good. I have gray hair for people on the radio. I'm old. He was giving me a compliment. Uh, walking down the street further, a nice man said, uh, oh, girl, you got a nice fit on today. It's like, That's a compliment. It's a double entendre compliment because I am also fit and this is a good outfit. And so I was like, that is a nice thing to say. But then he took it a little too far. Nice skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Cat calling. That's when you turn a compliment into a cat call. And I said, sir, that's gross. Why would you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? <laughs> it's kind of gay, actually. I have an IUD, so sticky cum dumpster. Not sure why you want to get under there, buddy. Pretty gross. Cat calling, complimenting. Hard to tell. People stop, you know, they stop by, they drive their truck over and yell out the window, where's the Bay Bridge? I'm like, you have GPS, why are you talking to me? Are you, is that cat calling? That's not a compliment, that's just looking for directions in San Francisco. It's a confusing place. I think that person was a Lyft driver from Richmond. No idea where he's going. Wrong way, one way street. We're all fucked. Speaking of being fucked, uh, all those stupid scooters I keep seeing children on these scooters. Now, I don't have a big love for children, but children are going willy-nilly through the streets with no helmets. I saw two children on one scooter because I'm just, I'm just really waiting. Not that I, I want to wish death on any children, but just the dumb ones. Their parents, their parents give them an iPhone at 11, right? So they can unlock the scooter where it says, hey, you should wear a helmet, but they don't make you wear a helmet. It doesn't come with a helmet like a kid's going to use a helmet. What did he do? We get to go through the streets without helmets. So what's gonna happen is that those little things are gonna get in trouble when an 11-year-old splits his skull on this thing and everyone, how irresponsible. It's irresponsible of you, parent, to give your child all the porn. Not, in, not only did you give your 11-year-old son all the porn, you gave him access to kill himself on a, one of those dumb scooter things. It's cool, no, that's fine. That's the problem, he's a child. He's gonna be on the scooter watching porn because they don't have any ability and we gave them all of the porn. Everybody seems to be fine with this. Oh, my 11-year-old, my 12-year-old needs a smartphone. 
What do you think a 12-year-old boy is doing with that smartphone? He's going to need a new smartphone next week. Do they make them waterproof yet? You got to buy him like a special like underwater thing for all the cum. And it's a 12-year-old boy. They're like, they like, they're like made of cum. I heard that in the Boy Scouts, they're teaching them to drink their own cum now when they're on the trail and they get lost, right? If you can't find fresh water, it's better to drink your own cum. I just made that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone looked at me like I was smart. And I'm like, no, no. Total loser over here. Nope, nope. I bet that, yeah, I guess you could. But you could drink the cum of a 12-year-old boy. Maybe that's the problem with um, Scoutmasters. That's been the problem lately. Is they're like, on the trail, you have to drink the cum of your fellow Boy Scouts to stay alive. And they're like, this circle jerk is so we can live, okay? This is like... I believe the children are our future. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't, I was going to bring the guys in from LA, but they're still out there, and I just have nothing to say. I'm too depressed to try to be funny. It's just, it's just too sad. I'm sorry the people in the audience are like, why are you always complaining all the time? I'm like, if you donated to Mutiny Radio, I might not cry every morning. That would be a thing that we could all sort of bring... <laughs> Together, everybody in the world. Oh, the 48,000 of you that download this every month, you could give me a dollar. And then I wouldn't cry every morning. I'm telling you, it would be... Isn't that funny how money changes things? <laughs> Arto said that the only way to be a true artist is if you're literally hungry. So you have to be literally and figuratively hungry to be a true artist, says Arto. There's a, there's a theme that goes through where people say you can't actually be a real comedian unless you have lived in your car. Uh, I don't subscribe to either of those things. I just do drugs and try to pretend that life's gonna be okay. Uh, I really, I'm sorry guys, I'm not funny tonight. I just, I had a really, I had a really rough day and my cat literally is dying. Like right now, he's at home dying. It's really, really sad because if anybody's ever listened to my jokes, you know that I have 10 minutes on cats and how much I love them. And I know that my cat's dying because he doesn't masturbate on me anymore. So I know that he has lost the will to live. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. So I'm like, oh my poor cat. Um, hey everybody, you're here. Let's get started with your, fr oh, let's sing the dumb song. Oh, yeah. M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse Comedy Clubhouse Comedy Clubhouse Together we will bring our jokes up high Hi, hi, hi I have a vaporizer <coughs> now so I don't cough as much <laughs> Packs, give me a sponsor packs M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yeah! Yay! I'm so glad that all you lovely people are here tonight for your first comedian of the night what a funny guy. He just closed down the happy hour, and I'm excited to see what he's going to do tonight. Everybody, Cole Chapman! Benjamin, everybody, holding it down. The treasure in the mission. Mutiny Radio. God damn it. We got to support. It, it sucks that comedians are so broke all the time. Wouldn't that be great if they could actually just give money? Uh... <laughs> Uh, so anyways, I was surviving in the woods on my own cum the other day. Uh, no, how are we going to start this? <laughs> that, was, that was a fun fact. And for a second, I believed you. Uh, I, like, it, it made sense in my head. I was like, there's more protein in there, right? But I, I, that, I just had the best image of like that guy from 127 hours, like sitting there, one hand done, but the other, he's like, well, i got to live somehow. I was like, all right, let's make this work for me. Bah! <laughs> just, like, cut that from the movie. <laughs> this is, 
We'll just gloss over that and skip those pages in the book. We don't need this part. Um, parts, he probably did a bunch. Well, he's got to pass the time, right? Wait for a rescue. He'll probably knock a few out, right? Why not? Why not? Anyways, let's stop riffing on come survival. Uh, um, <laughs> as fun as that is. Uh, whoa. Should I? I'm a, I kind of want to go back to that other stuff. Like, I was just on that last thing, and I feel like like there's still some remnants there. So I'm be like, so anyways, for my last set, as you remember <laughs> from 15 minutes ago when I was talking about my brother and weed. Um, yeah, uh, it's a childhood fantasy. We're all familiar with the setup. Ba 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 ba. The adulthood tragedy. Yay. Uh, uh, I realized that I was thinking about childhood fantasies the other day and how you can't do them in adulthood because then they're just like weird, you know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, graduate college and then go back to try and, like, fuck your freshman high school math teacher, you know what I mean? This is like, all right, dude, you missed that boat. This is weird now, you know what I mean? Uh, but I like adulthood fantasies way more because there's always that tinge of sadness behind it. You know, like, childhood fantasy is always forward-looking, like, yay, I can't wait to do this fun adventure. And then adulthood fantasy is just like, I just need a weekend alone. <laughs> like, can I just get that? Is, that? is that too crazy of a fantasy for me? Like, I just want a fresh start. Can I have that? That's a great fantasy. How about that? How about that? My favorite adulthood fantasy is uh, a 35-year-old woman and or man. Excuse me. I don't know why I went to woman immediately. Uh, I'm picturing someone named Brenda. So that's why. <laughs> um, uh, who tries to call themselves a millennial. Uh, that's my favorite. Because uh, it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, like, technically, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, in the, you're in the club. You made it. Congratulations. But to them walking around being like, you know, these Tide Pods, am I right? It's like, no, you're not. You're not right. You've missed this boat by a long shot. I'm sorry. This is just not the, like, Gen X is taking apps. You know, you could <laughs> throw your bucket in that one. It's just, it's just weird. I don't know. Let's move on to some not new stuff. Uh, or why not? We could just do some new stuff, man. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I got this uh, memory book. Familiar with these? It's like a journal, but it's just one sentence. Uh, yeah, I know. It's brutal. Um, pretty much what the whole deal around it is you write one sentence every day for five years, like about the highlight. Yeah, and it's like, it's you know, it's... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's eye-opening for sure. Uh, and it's called One Line a Day, but I think the real title should just be One Boring Dude, because uh, <laughs> that's literally the only reflection I've gotten off of it. Like, you're, I'm just reading through it, like, the past, whatever, we're at June now, six months, I'm sitting there, it's like, I just really like omelets, apparently. Like, I write, like, every weekend, there's at least two to three mentions about a great omelet I had. <laughs> and then everything else is like, then <laughs> you start realizing, like, certain highlights are not highlights anymore. Like, uh, finished Friends again, not a highlight. Uh, that is a low light, for sure. I'm still chalking it up, like, just so you know, on May 27th, finished Friends again. Perfect. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> So I can look back on it and be like, Jesus, get a life, man. Get a life. Uh, <laughs> what do we want to talk about? Oh, my parents. Who here has told their parents they do? You're new, right? To stand up. How many months? Weeks? Like Second like, time? Like four weeks. Four weeks? Congratulations. Have you told people you started doing stand up yet or no? I have. You have? Obviously. Know. Yeah. You know, and then anybody else? <laughs> All right. <laughs> the, yeah, the, yeah. There's some. I'm not that confident. There's some people. That, no, good. You shouldn't be. That's the worst thing in the world when a new comic shows up and they start telling everybody, "Come to my show," and you're just like, "Ah, dude, like, you're gonna have a real, real rough one." I took me two and a half years to tell my parents, and it took them like 30 seconds to tell me to do something else. You know what I mean? And they're like, ah. Mm. <laughs> they're like supportive, like it just like me not doing stand up. You know what I mean? Like, and that's fine, but. They're like too nice to tell me to just stop outright. 
So they do this weird, really passive-aggressive thing where they like to compare me to like successful white celebrities um, <laughs> if they had taken a different path in life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they were at a fork and then they chose incorrectly. You know what I mean? Like so, my dad, he's a big NFL fan, right? He's like, "Hey, Cole, you know who you look like?" I'm like, "Who?" He's like, "You look like NFL quarterback Aaron Rodgers. He's a champion, NFL champion." if he decided to pursue comedy instead. And I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, maybe he's good at that, you know? Who knows? State Farm commercial are pretty sweet, I guess. And my mom comes in. She's like, no, 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 no. You know who you look like? You look like BJ Novak from The Office if he decided to pursue football instead. <laughs> it's like, ooh, that's way worse, Mom. Thanks. Um, when I told them I started doing stand-up, my mom was really, like, concerned about it. She was like, let me get this straight. You're a straight white male comedian trying to make it in the big city. And I was like, yeah. She's like, that's just like my favorite TV show. I was like, Seinfeld. And she's like, no, Lost. Uh, my mom is fire. My mom is a fucking <laughs> savage, dude. She does not fuck around. <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't really make any sense. What do you mean? Uh, and she was like, because you're gonna be really into it at the beginning, and then seven years are gonna pass, and you're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> this. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> A waste of time, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> hey man, probably shouldn't do that joke. You know. <laughs> hey man, well, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> just keep plugging away, man. Keep working. Um, it's true though, man. It's rough, this uh, stand up thing. What? Oh, God, there was, a, there was a thing I wanted to say. Oh, here's, here's something. I, I've been thinking a lot about recently is my upbringing. I, so I come from Marin County, uh, yes, so uh, stare derisively at your leisure. Um, and that's a, it's a very white suburban, upper middle class kind of county. And so sometimes people give me shit for growing up there, like you didn't have a rough childhood or like you got no stories, bro. Like you, like you grow up in safety, safety net. Uh, and to which I have to correct people like, no, no, you don't understand. Growing up around upper middle class to rich white suburban children is the most dangerous place to grow up. Do you, do you know how these people feel about themselves? They feel like they are invincible, and that is terrifying. That is honestly terrifying. Like, at least kids in, like, you know, the worst part of Chicago actually understand the concept of death, right? Like, kids in Marin have no concept, to the point where they, like, their parents will talk them out of anything, to the point where they'll be driving go off a cliff, be flying 60 miles an hour with a 300-foot drop, and they'll be arguing with gravity. Like, do you know who my fucking dad is? Like, it is crazy. It is not a good way to be. So much so that they'll just, like, give themselves way more confidence in their own, like, drug immune systems. What, what's that? Drug tolerance? Tolerances? I want, I, this is how crazy Marin is. I came back from college, and when I, was, when I was in high school in Marin, everyone was just doing weed, right? That's fine. Weed, coke, sometimes... Little ecstasy here and there, that's fine, whatever. Classic drugs. I came back, kids were doing these things called farm parties. Familiar with a farm party? And not like we're gonna go out back and till the soil and plant a few seeds, see in a couple months. Ooh, a fresh tomato, not like that. Like P-H-R, I can't spell. P-H-A-R-M parties. Pharmaceutical parties. And I don't know if you're familiar with that particular word, but that means they would go to their medicine cabinet, their parents' medicine cabinet, take everything out, put it into a bowl, and then sit in a circle and take turns just eating whatever was oh in there. Gosh. Yes, exactly. This was a thing kids might, <laughs> might I'm telling you, these kids are fucking savages. These are monsters you're dealing with. And yeah, I never understood what the hell that was trying to achieve, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to 
suddenly happen on your mom's like ecstasy and be like, ah, I won. Like that's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like at best, you're gonna have like two kids passed out because their blood is thin from Lipitor, and then one kid with a four-hour boner. Like I guess I win. Like <laughs> like that is the best outcome for that. Some kid just like it was already gonna happen, but now it's really happening. You know what I mean? Like it's terrible. It is the worst. Hello, come on in. How you doing? Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm doing great, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Right, okay, let's, uh, this is like, like, I could, yeah, exactly. That's all I'm trying to do, man. Just like, just like, how much time I got? Let's just keep plugging away. I don't even know what I got to talk about anymore, man. How many years have you just been Not enough. Next question. Anybody else got a, got a pressing cue you want to throw out there for me? This is the Q&A section of my set. How you guys doing? Is where I ask you questions too. It's like it goes back and forth. What's your favorite day of the week? Uh, Friday, am I right? No. Uh, tell you what, like Garfield, certainly not Mondays. <laughs> uh, uh, that's me killing myself. Uh, um, ooh, dark turn. Uh, <laughs> anyways, let's talk about um, what do we want to talk about? Sex. Sex. You think I have that, dude? Thank you. That's <laughs> fucking kick-ass, dude. I appreciate the support. It's like, you might, you might. I, dude, I would. I tried to have more. Uh, I'm in a relationship now, so that's kind of off limits. Uh, not like with her, though. That's fine, obviously. But like, you know, I realize I don't have any game. Like, that's not my thing, you know what I mean? Uh, and I realize a big part of game is like winking. You have a good wink? That was a good wink. I'm already hard. I'm semi-hard right now just off of that wink. Jesus Christ, that was unbelievable. So, and you're an EMT too? Woo, forget about it. My God, just take my pants off stage. Uh, I, uh, here's my wink. I kind of, I hit him with this. Can I try and seduce you here? If I hit you with one of those, just a full on, like a full one of these for the rest of the class, like one of those, one of these. Like a broken, creepy porcelain doll, like one of those. Some people hear music when they hear like some Barry White when they see an attractive person walk. They just hear like ring around the rose, like, like one eye popping out, centipede goes through. It's like oh shit, not not a panty dropper that look. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> not not great, but that's just a personal aside. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Let's talk more about my parents and uh, dating. I was trying to back when before I had this girlfriend, I was trying to. Uh, get to know my dad more by asking him advice and stuff. And one of the questions I asked him was, uh, uh, hey, dad, what's the secret to getting women? Uh, and my dad gives really good advice, but he always takes it one step too far to where it's not helpful anymore. Uh, so he goes, Cole, the secret to getting women, it's not about what they know about you, okay? <laughs> it's about what they think. I'm like, oh, wow. And then he continues, and he goes, most women think you're gay. <laughs> Yeah, all right, yeah. I like that. Ha ha. Oh. <laughs> now we're sad. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and I was like, Dad, that's bullshit. Most guys think that too. Uh, <laughs> it's, it is not a gendered thing. It's just like an across the board. Everyone's like, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's rough though, because, you know, I try to, I don't want to like disappoint people, but I keep selling the wrong expectations to people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, guys sometimes in San Francisco will be at a club somewhere and, you know, gay guy comes up, he's like, hey, handsome, can I buy you a drink? And I'll be like, oh, no, no, thank you, sir, no, but thank you, thank you. Uh, or like a woman will be like, hey, Cole, can I trust you with something? And I'll be like, oh, no, no, the, you can't do that either. Sorry, this is just not how it works. Not how it works. 
Is there anything else killer I want to end on that I have time for? No, there isn't. But guys, I want you to give it up for yourselves because you've been a lovely audience. I want you to give it up even louder for Pam Benjamin, everybody. Keep it going for Cole Chapman, everybody. Yay, Cole Chapman. You always take the free drink, by the way. Oh, you yeah. always take the free drink. It. it is a, it is their compliment. Just take the drink and walk away. <laughs> no, it's a take the alcohol. Why would you not? No, no, no. I don't want to. I don't. Someone's it's a, someone's saying you're good looking. I'd like to buy you a drink. You just take the drink. Yeah. Unless you're. I mean. I mean. I'm an alcoholic, so I'd be like, give me a free drink. Are you fucking kidding me? That's good. I'm a loser though. I I um I want to win the motherfucking science fair someday, and so I need to abduct a small child. And a place I have an I have an idea for the trifold thing to win, right? And so um, I'm an alcoholic. So in the morning, I don't know if anybody else does this. Do you vomit? Does anyone else vomit in the morning? Okay. So here's my science fair project. Uh, in my refrigerator is 36 degree water, and then I take an eight ounce cup and then I drink it. And then we time how long it takes for me to vomit. Then we collect that water, we take its temperature, and we find out how many calories I burned being an alcoholic. Anybody else know chemistry? <laughs> Does anybody remember? One ounce, one degree is a calorie. So it's a smart, it's a smart joke. Alcoholics are smart too. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to find a way to vomit in the morning for you know a purpose, like to for science. Uh, you're a nice comedian. He's all the way from L.A. That means he does comedy for science. He actually has um, our two L.A. guys. It's really exciting. They have real credits from real things. This guy's been on Comedy Central. Holy fuck. What? Yeah, I know, right? It's like a Clusterfest weekend. Uh, we got him here. I'm very excited. You guys put your hands together for John Shevsky. Thank you guys so much. All right. <laughs> Match the energy of the room. Hello. It's a meeting. <laughs> oh, it's super cool to be here. Enjoy the metal that you guys played. It's very heavy. How you doing, DJ, back there? Yeah. You guys got a radio show? This is great. All right. It's fun asking you. I was like, what? Well, you said shout out. <laughs> you're like, you're like, hey, what, ask me a question. I was like, what's your favorite day of the week? And you're like, you idiot. <laughs> he totally like, I was as soon as I got made, that was a dumb thing to say. Sorry. <laughs> you baited me, bro. You baited me. You don't look so alpha male, but then you acted like a real frat boy. He, he looked like a nice guy. And I was like, whoa, Jesus. Uh, this is a cool mic setup right here like this. Little, that's great. <laughs> The cock mic. This is a clean show? No, this can't no. be a clean show. Not with all this metal being played, right? <laughs> I like your style. I love music. My favorite music is probably country music. I like that a lot. I think my favorite, Drive By Truckers. You guys ever hear them? You heard them? You have, right? No? Right. Okay, I wasn't sure. He might have been a foreign guy that doesn't speak English. I do that sometimes. You do, you do crowd work on someone, you're like, hey, man, what's up? And they just go like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, sorry, I keep asking all these questions. They're like, yeah, I just came in door. I got off playing. This place look cool. Uh, but then I'm like, dude, come on. You know what I'm talking about. You look like what I thought, what he acted like when I was like, right? He looked like he going to beat me up. So I... Was I talking about drive-by truckers? Can I even go back to that now? <laughs> even, I don't know. Music's dumb. I, uh, where's my Mexicans at? Any Mexicans here? Nobody in there? How about in the bathroom? Any Mexicans in there? 
all gender. Re- isn't it crazy that we had to do all gender restrooms and stuff? Isn't it weird the kind of stupid shit we have to do in the society because people can't just be cool automatically? <laughs> like, how dumb is that? You had to put it. We had to like tell people like it's for all. Like it always was. <laughs> I always I go to both bathrooms since I was a little kid. I didn't care. You just go in wherever. I, we should like punish the human race more like in fun ways, like parents do. You know. Like, for, we should have just had a giant trough that we all have to shit in until we, like, learned to be cool. And then you're like, all right, you guys all shit in here together. And then when you start being cool to everyone, then you can have separate bathrooms <laughs> with, like, potpourri and make it nice. All jet. They had to bring the government in on it. Jesus. What's the matter with people? What a dumb culture. Oh. You guys, oh, you guys are proud of the culture? You're like, I can't believe Why would you say that about our culture? It's the dumbest culture ever. All the stuff we you talk about, we were talking about, about circumcisions, dumbest thing. People still do it. And my mom, when I had a baby, and I was like, we're not circumcising my kid. My mom was like, you gotta, we gotta do it. I was like, why? Because it's what Jews do. I was like, what? Like, what? Did you ever stop and think about how dumb of a tradition that is? Like, why do we even, circ- do, you, do you guys know why we circumcise? People think it's medical. It's not. I've talked to pediatricians. I read books. It's, it's because in the Bible, in the old days, when people were obviously just so smart, making really smart decisions <laughs> in the old days, right, when the Bible was written, it was a sacrifice to God. Stop and think about that for a second. This is a sad, what kind of creepy-ass gift is that uh. for your weird boss? <laughs> Some guy in the old, like, biblical days, like, hey, honey, how do I show God how much I love him? Hey, well, why don't you give him a little piece of Isaac Schmeckel? (laughs) Oh, yeah, Jewish chicks are smart. (laughs) Nice, let's do it. And then, like, the story gets weirder because he goes to God, gives it to God, and then God doesn't go, oh, gross, get away from me, dude. I don't want that stuff. God was like, yeah, (laughs) all right, yeah, now we're cooking. (laughs) Yeah, give me all these things forever to show me you love me. I want to, like, put them up in my mansion on a big trophy wall. My friends can come over and be like, hey, God, why is this, what's the deal with this wall of calamari up here? It's stupid, right? You don't have to do that. It's the dumbest tradition. It's nice bombing in front of you guys, and it's such a small, comfortable little setting like this. It's super awkward. I like, you're the ticket booth right there. Okay. I didn't realize that for a while. I was like, this guy, I was going to riff on you. I was like, sir, up here. But then I was like, you have a job to do. You stay over there, man. Get to work. Oh, man. I'm a stay-at-home dad. That's pretty fun. It's a heroic. Thank you. Oh, man. Now you're on my side. I love you. (laughs) This is a very likable man. Are you a comic, too? Yeah, you're a likable dude. Look at him. He's so lovable. Thank you. I'm a stay-at-home dad. I like. It feels good to say it like heroically. It just depends how you like verbalize it, you know. Like if you say it the right way, you're like, I'm a stay-at-home dad. Dun, 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 you know. But if you say it the wrong way, it sounds like something that you yell at an alcoholic. You know, you know? stay at home, dad. <laughs> Court orders. <laughs> I made the DJ laugh. Hell yeah! In between taking a dab back there, listening to Pantera. He's all, <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> Good one, bro! This is my kind of comedy show. I love it. <laughs> yeah! Fuck yeah! Little dick, high gas mileage. Fuck yeah! Love it. Nobody can. Uh, the people still get like crappy gas mileage cars. Everyone's like, there's global warming, we gotta stop. People are like, I'll just get a Ford. No problem. Do, do people even give a shit about global warming? It's terrifying. I'm like, it's scary. 
every year they're like, oh, the icebergs are getting smaller. Like eventually it's just going to be like an ice cube on a tray. You're going <laughs> to travel to the north or whatever. And they're going to be like, Sturt, please don't stand so close. You're going to melt the last glacier. There's, there's got to be something good about it. I was reading, dude, it's just scary news. I was reading that in Florida, in like 10 years, Florida might be underwater, which is like one obviously possibly positive thing out of the whole thing. But Florida sucks. The only thing I like about Florida is that you can call that rapper Florida. You can call Florida Florida to people. That's the only good thing about Florida. There's nothing good about Florida. Is that mean to say that all the people? I have great friends from Florida. I don't know. I'm a, pl- I'm a pro-Florida guy. Yeah, you know what? I like Florida. Yeah, I vote Florida every time. What about you? How you doing? Are you, where are you from? Pittsburgh, right on. See, that's not Florida. I like Pittsburgh. That's cool. <laughs> Pennsylvania, sweet. What are you doing out here? Do you live here or are you just uh, traveling? I'm doing like a boot camp out here. Uh, what is that? What? You're like, <laughs> You're in did you say for coding? <laughs> I'm in Silicon Valley. San Francisco, Silicon Valley? Yeah. Oh, man. I see, I don't even know geography. I'm making fun of Florida. Florida could be this whole shape I don't even understand. <laughs> oh, is this Florida right now? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I insulted all you Floridians. Uh, you're doing a boot camp. You said coding. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Oh, I like that you said that too. All scared, like yeah. Why? <laughs> because I I certify boot camps, and I, we're gonna have to have a word after the show. Uh, that's cool. What does that mean? Like a boot camp? Like you're like yeah, all right, everybody start typing. <laughs> all right, HTML, HTML. Ha! You like haze them like keyboards and socks. <laughs> You're dishonoring the troop! <laughs> private, private piles of HTML. What do you, what do you guys do for, what, what? It's kind of how it is? Uh, no, we just, I don't know. <laughs> we like, it's like web development. Yeah, and then you go to the boot camp and like you just like, you take like a couple weeks to just like bash it into them and just like make them like stronger. Do they do pull-ups and chin-ups and stuff? <laughs> That's good. Hey, you guys make good money. You guys are, you know, are you going to create the first AI? Oh, yeah. Does that scare you guys, the robots? Oh, man. I'm always listening to those like podcasts with people talking about uh, the robots taking over, and uh, that stuff terrifies me. I guess my whole set is about me being terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, global warming's scary. And they're like, oh, <laughs> robots are scary. I guess I'm scared of the future. Right? Like, I was super comfy for a while, and then, like, Tinder came out, and, like, I was like, man, I was like, all this stuff is super trippy, dude. I can't keep up. Yeah, Tinder. All my single friends are on. Dude, I'm married. I can't. I don't get to do any of those, like, things. I'm, I'm waiting for virtual reality to get better so I can have my own, like, Tinder helmet or whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, just put my t- Tinder helmet on, dude. I got to have that, man. I'm, I'm a faithful man. I, all I can do is a hand job, ladies. Like, it's just, it's, <laughs> thank you, my Israeli friend. Thought that was funny. They still have a sex drive. Thank you, bro. I don't know, man. I'm a horny dude. I, th- I think our society, I, I hate how our culture like loves to like glorify violence, but like sex is super like off limits and nasty. Like that, that's one thing I love about the French. Like they're the opposite. They're way more into sex and less violence. And we make fun of them all the time too. Like it's super alpha male in America to be like, oh, French, they're so weak. And it's like, cause they like to eat sandwiches and make love and smoke cigarettes. Like that's the cool stuff to do. What are we good at? Bombing people? I don't want to be good at that. You know, you ever notice like video games, how they're all about violence and everyone's super cool with that? Like if you invented a video game where you had sex in the video game, like no one would let their kids play it. (laughs) Seriously. 
Like, but that's the kind of game. Like, I'm like, that would be the good game. Like, we eat a bunch of food and have a bunch of sex. That, that's how you beat the game. Like, where's that game at? I would love that game, dude. How great would that be, man? All my friends always play like Modern Warfare and all this stuff. We just blowing people's heads off. I can't wait for the day where they're like, "Hey, John, you want to come over and play Battlefield Massacre?" I'll be like, "No, you want to come over and play Orgy Buffet?" <laughs> That's the way to live, you know. Thank you. I like it when people repeat punchlines. You're good. You're a good man. And you start repeating punchlines. <laughs> oh man. Oh, dude. Oh. As a Jew, I love Mexican people right now. There's, all, there's so much politics about Mexican people getting kicked out of the country, and I feel like you get like bad stuff always gives you an opportunity to like be like stand up and do something right. As a Jew, I'm like, man, if they ever try to kick Mexicans out, it'll give us, it'll give the Jews a chance to like finally get to hide somebody else. You know, <laughs> how cool would that be to graduate from being the hidey to the hider. Oh man, he's so cool. All throughout history, Jews are like, uh, can you guys hide us? Uh, they're after us. Can you hide us? And like finally, we could be the alpha males like Mexicans right this way or I'm gonna hide you you know like how cool pay it forward we already wrote the diary of Anne Frank right like let them write the diary of Anna Francisco right it's time you know come my way Mexicans I got you you can stay in my attic it's not built yet you guys are gonna have to do it but I've been a stay-at-home dad for five years. I gotta say, the first four were super easy because I didn't have any kids yet. Uh, <laughs> dude, being a stay-at-home dad—that's—it's—it's it's easy without the kids. It gets crazy once they throw that in there. I don't understand. I love my son. I absolutely every time I look at my son, I melt. I'm like, I do. I can't believe that I shot you out of my dick. First of all, <laughs> and and you're this beautiful being. It blows my mind. You know, it trips me out. But I don't like like the responsibility of parenting. I don't understand how people people love responsibility. Every time I'm at my friends' houses and like they're watching TV and the politicians come on TV and they go, "We're gonna create more jobs." My friends are always like on their knees, like, "Yeah, more jobs!" And I'm like always in the corner, like, "Ah, uh, jobs fucking suck." <laughs> like, what are you guys all excited about? Like, they're on TV just inventing stuff, and that's what they're coming out. Of? Oh, more jobs! You're just gonna create stuff out of thin air. How about some like more three-day weekends or something? <laughs> Like, right? How about some holidays, right? How about a holiday we have a bunch of sex? All of America, we just, it's just a one day where we just have a bunch of sex and we just call it Gatorade Day? How great, how great would that be? It would be so great, dude. People, people love responsibility too much. It's not healthy. You look at indigenous tribes, dude, they hunt like two or three days a week and the rest of the time they're just making love, swimming in rivers, hanging out. That's the life, man. Don't lose sight of that, right? Every time I see a politician on, on TV go, we're going to create more jobs, and people clap. I just imagine Mr. Burns from The Simpsons just on stage going, Smithers, I make the slaves feel useful. Ooh, like, get off your knees, guys. Give us a four-day work week. What are you talking about, more jobs? Stimulate something else, bruh. Right? I'm an optimist, though. I, I'm, a, I'm very much an optimist. I realize that, like, you got to go through life, like, uh, with something to, like, behold, like, optimism. Like, just be like, all right, I'm going to follow that because it's, it's too hard to just to not do it for me. I, if I'm, like, I get depressed if I, if I don't just think of things to be happy. But, like, dude, I, I go from being broke to having cash, like, every other month. And it's been, like, years of that. And at first, I used to let it, like, just tear me up. Like, I'd have a great month, and I'd be like, I'm making it. I'm doing it. And then I'd have a bad month, and I'd be like, I'm going to have to eat my cats. 
And like, it would just like, it would just freak me out. And I would let it take me on a roller coaster and be emotional. It's like, nah, dude, chill out. Appreciate it. What can I find that's good about being broke every other month? And I realized, dude, I get to have perspective. Like I got friends that have been rich their whole life. And I got friends that have been poor their whole life. And neither of them get to have perspective. Like my rich friends, they don't know what it's like to struggle. And my poor friends, they don't know what it's like to go out for sushi twice in the same day. <laughs> But I get both, every other month, I'm like, yeah, all right, I see. And then I'm appreciative, and I, right? And then I want it more the next month. Like, it's good, you know? Like, I got a friend who's been rich for like 20 years, and like, he lost perspective. He bought himself a $200,000 car, and I was like, dog, you lost perspective. And he's like, why? I was like, how much do you spend on that? He goes, about 1400 a month. I was like, dude, that's what I spend on rent. But then he goes, yeah, so you could afford one too. I was like, dude, that's not how it works for regular people. Like a $200,000 transportation budget? First of all, I wouldn't buy a Bentley. I'd buy like 30 disposable Kias, right? That's how you spend cash. That's way cooler. You ever pull up next to a dude in a Bentley and they make eye contact with you and they have that that look like, I built an empire. And you're like, "Ah, that's kind of cool. But you know what's really cool? Being able to just leave your wrecked car at the scene of an accident. That's so much cooler, right? Accidents are so stressful. You get out of your car, the other person gets out of their car, everyone's all freaked out. You got paperwork to sign, we gotta call someone. You're like, you know what? Just throw it in the trash, peace. Like, that's way cooler. But you have perspective to know how to do that, you know? There's like a house in Laguna Hills in Southern California that was like $120 million. It's like, who would buy that? You could, for $120 million, you could buy like 500 studio apartments and just spread them out all over Southern California and never freak out next time you're driving around and you get diarrhea. <laughs> That's way cooler, right? You guys can hang out with me, but I hung out with Shesky last week, dude. We had like Ethiopian food, we had Indian food, I drank jalapeno water. I must have crapped in like six apartments. <laughs> you didn't even make me flush, I'm cool. My friend's got like a, my friend's got like a $10,000 wristwatch. I always find that to be trippy, dude. 10 grand for a watch. It seems cool, you're like, oh, you got the cash for that, cool. But like when you really stop and think about it, like you could help out a human being for 10 grand and still figure out how to tell the time. You could go to Home Depot. You could find a super cool day laborer. You could hire him for like five years just to hang out with you. I'm sure he'd tell you the time. He'd probably teach you Spanish, he'd be your friend. How much cooler would that be instead of buying just a piece of jewelry, helping out a dude, you know? You could, you could get laid off it too. Like if you need to feel good, you could still go get laid off. You could be at a rich dude's party. They'd all be showing off. Check out my Rolex. He'd be like, check out my Rolando. <laughs> How cool would that be? Uh, I got a podcast, a true crime comedy podcast called Crime. And uh, it's Crime with Three Eyes. And uh, it's on like iTunes and SoundCloud. And uh, it's super funny and super cool. So if you guys are into podcasts, please check it out. Uh, thank you guys so much. It's been a blast. Peace. <laughs> Look up that crime podcast with three eyes. It's very exciting. Uh, Circumcision, his choice, his decision. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. Uh, Your next comedian, also from L.A., I was excited to see that he was on American Horror Story because I was hoping that maybe he saw some side boob from Lady Gaga because that is the most exciting part of season seven is 180% side boob on Lady Gaga. All right, up a trance together, everybody. Nathan Hurd. Hey guys, what's up? Um, I was on American Horse Ride like years, years ago. It wasn't current or nothing like that. It was the, 
And I was just in the background. They just didn't know how to edit out albinos. That's really all that was. I they were just like, leave it the fuck in. I don't know how to get that out. So just, yeah, just, just leave it. It'll be interesting for people to see. It's a weird show already. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, nah, so that's what it was, man. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I am a, I'm actually a, I'm albino. I'm a, I'm actually a black albino. Yeah, I know you waiting for a punchline. There's not one. <laughs> Both of my parents are black. And then uh, sometimes this shit happens, I guess. I don't fucking, you know what I mean? Just, uh, it's weird. It's, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing to be. It's like, it, I mean, it, it, it get, there's a couple things I get. I mean, I get to, one of the things I like to do is just walk up to white people I don't know and just like say really uncomfortable things like, like, just walk up to a random white dude and be like, sure, there's an awful lot of darkies in here, isn't there? Just this. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen a panic attack at the conception, but it is fucking, it is delicious. To just say some shit like that and then see the, ha, oh, oh, they get that, that puke face where you're trying not to puke, that, mm, 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 I'm fine, mm, mm, mm. Oh, I fucking love that shit. It's delicious. It's fucking so great. <laughs> I know eventually I'm gonna run into a problem though. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that to the wrong. I'm gonna be like, sure is an awful lot of coloreds in here, and that and the dude's just gonna respond with, I know, right? And then I'm like, I feel like you win, sir. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I'm gonna give you that one. You know what I mean? Like you, hey, you get that one, bruh. I'm not gonna fucking combat that with you. It's whatever. I, w I feel like sometimes that I'm like what God did to prove that he was God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was all the gods, and they was having a conversation, and, like, you got Zeus over here, like, what the fuck can you really do, fam? Like, I can throw lightning bolts, dog. What the fuck can you do? My man's over here got eight fucking arms. What you got? And God was like, I made a white nigga. How about you? You do that, huh? Do that shit. Do that shit right now. Make a white nigga right now. No? Shut the fuck up, kid. Mic drop, big bang, you're welcome. You know what I mean? Like I feel, I feel like that's what happened, man. Thank you, God, you know what I mean? Like, it's cool. People get really uncomfortable sometimes around me. Like I don't understand what the fuck I look like. I look like something a Power Ranger would fight. So, I don't give a fuck, think I care? Think I give a damn? I look like Shrek before they painted him. I don't give a goddamn. I don't give a motherfucking goddamn. No hat, I look like a thumb. So I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give any dams, man. Everybody looks like something. I know three bitches right now look like a horse. I do, I do. I know, every single person knows at least when, a, yeah, I know exactly who you talk about. Heidi, yeah, yeah, she do. She do gotta look like a horse. It's fine. We all look like something. It's fine, it's whatever. I'm, you know, I'm fat. I'm fat. I don't mind being fat. I like recently lost uh, 45 pounds, um, but no, 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 don't, don't clap. <laughs> Because if I came out here and was like, I'm in shape, y'all would have been like, but nah. You know what I mean? Like, so, so, <laughs> so that doesn't mean anything yet. I'm still, like, I still do not like tying my shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, 
That's how you. That's how you know a motherfucker's fat. When, cause my like you, a fat motherfucker. We don't just like skinny people. Y'all don't understand. We don't just tie our shoes. It's a process. I go down for one shoe, come up for air, and then go down for the other shoe. I don't get to just be down there. I'll pass the fuck out. I can't do that all in one trip. Like you know what I mean. And you can tell I'm fat, cause the knot of my shoe be all on the side and shit. It don't. I can't just. I can't. I don't. My knot is not here. My knot's not here. I gotta move shit out of the fucking way. My shit is on the side. <laughs> now you can tell a fat motherfucker. You can tell a fat motherfucker too. You be like, hey Nate, man, your shoe's untied. And I'll just be like, mm-hmm. I'ma just be more careful, fam. I'm not gonna. <laughs> this is too much. I'll just take bigger steps. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'll just make sure I'm walking, walking more correct. No, man. I'm not, like I was fat to where it was creepy. Like you ever had a dude that's so big that, you ever had a fat motherfucker look at you while you were eating it and make you uncomfortable? You know what I mean? <laughs> like they're too big. Like I could do that and you might get uncomfortable just because I'm a fucking albino. You know what I mean? But if a fat, like if a 300 pound motherfucker was staring at you eating, you somehow like just kind of guard your food a little bit. You wouldn't even do it on purpose. You would just be like, don't you fucking come near me. Because, like, <laughs> I just give that motherfucker my food. I'm a punk. I am. I'm a punk bitch. I don't give a fuck. I ain't fighting for shit. I got punked out of a phone call the other day. I was at the fucking bus stop, and this dude, who was much larger than me, asked me if he could use my phone. And I, we, we both knew that I didn't want to let him but I let him, you know what I mean? Like I was like, yeah, man. And I, we, like, we also both knew that if he decided to just walk the fuck home with my phone, I wasn't gonna do shit. Like I wasn't gonna, I would have been like, hey man. And then he would have turned around and been like, what's up? And I'd have been like, the code's 24. <laughs> I wouldn't, <laughs> I'm, I'm a bitch, man. I'm a fucking bitch, I am. I'm a straight bitch. You know what it is? Cause I don't like fighting, man. I've been fucking. I've been. I've been. You ever been hit so hard you just sit the fuck down? You ever had that shit happen? Just pa. Nah, fam. We not even gonna do this. Mm-mm. No. Just get hit so fucking hard you start doing something else. Bang! Just start shuffling cards for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do now? I don't know. I even forgot. You knocked me back to a different time in my life, dog. I don't even. I'm not fighting, man. I'll, I'll. I got into an altercation a couple, uh, a couple months ago, at a bar, and and the dude was like six five, two eighty. The fuck I'm supposed to do with that? Like you, and he was like, I'm gonna kick your ass. And finally, I was like, fuck it. You wanna know what, dog? You probably are gonna kick my ass. But if I win by some miracle, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> That'll change the dynamic of the conversation fairly quickly. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> she's like, well, hey, huh? What? Huh? What? What'd you? What'd you? What'd you say? What'd you say? We gonna fight. You are probably going to win. But if I win, when you're unconscious, I'm gonna have sex with you. <laughs> but. But 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 why but why would you but why would you do that, fam? I don't think that the why is important, dog. You know what I mean? Like, 
I'ma just get like I'ma be like I, if I'ma get in a fight, I'ma be naked. You're not gonna have a fun time explaining this story. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. We're both gonna suffer for this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start taking off shoes. Like, and I'm not gonna get naked immediately. I'm gonna like take off and be like, you wanna fight? Let's go. And take off a shoe and throw it. Let's go. And take off another shoe and throw it. Let's go. And then take off a sock and throw it. Cause I want you to be complete. Where's your end game, fam? Like I want you to think that and have that thought. So that even if you kick my ass, at least one of your friends later on when you're telling the story, you're gonna be like, man, I kicked that dude's ass. But one of your friends is gonna be like, but that nigga dick touch your face though, fam. <laughs> Clean up under your nose, dog. I feel. I feel like maybe that's a tie. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that dude, man. I'm poor. You know you poor when you always got a fan on you in your house, regardless of temperature. <laughs> you can and you can always hear it. You open the front door, you can hear the fan in the back. It ain't got no face on it. The kids don't want to go near it because they keep getting their fingers clipped and shit. Like that's, you, you make curtains out of everything. That's some, <laughs> that's some poor people's shit. Why are your pants up in front of the window? Shut up. Don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing <laughs> with my life, dog. <laughs> I saw you wearing those yesterday. Mind your business, motherfucker. Don't. <laughs> Man. If Jesus come back, I feel like we ain't gonna believe it. There's been a lot of motherfuckers that said they was Jesus, and we put every last one of them in the mental institution. I feel like <laughs> people keep saying Jesus is coming back. I don't think he's gonna come back. I feel like he may have come back like eight or nine times already, and we <laughs> we didn't believe once. Like people, <laughs> not even not even once, not even once. I'm Jesus. I have returned. Get your ass in the mental hospital. Like, we don't even, like, if, if I saw the motherfucker walking on water, my first thought wouldn't be Jesus. I, my first thought would be, oh, we being invaded. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, Jesus would be like the third thing I would think. I would think, we being invaded, oh, that's some dope new tech, and then maybe Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, but, <laughs> I wouldn't go to Jesus first. You know what I'm just saying? Like, man. Fucking walking on water. I hope, I like, people always talk about fucking uh, the government, like, hiding aliens and shit. And, and they're always like, they should just let us, first of all, no, they if, if aliens are out there, the government should 100% not fucking tell us. I have family members I don't like. You know what I mean? Like, you think I'm ready for a green motherfucker with a dick on his elbow? I'm not ready for that. I'm not, I am not ready for that today. You know what I mean? Like, we act like they're going to just come down and, like, adhere to our customs and shit. What if their hello is to just throw some doo-doo in your face? What if that's their hi? You think you're ready for that? Oh, the alien said hi to me. Nah, we're going to shoot you in the face. You just threw poop at me, motherfucker? Nah, man. Hide that shit, man. Hide that shit. John was talking about Florida. I'm from Florida. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> I hate when people talk so much shit about the South, like every person in the South just wakes up like, ah, oh, another day to hate black people. You know what I mean? Like that's not, <laughs> that's not how it is in the slightest. You know what I mean? It's crazy. I saw today a rat run across the street with a needle in its fucking body. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> 
And people just like, they like people just like, oh, there's a rat. Nobody noticed the motherfucking needle. Y'all didn't see, was the rat shooting up or was somebody trying to get the rat high? Explain to me what the fuck was going. And you people just laughed like, yeah, yeah, that's, that happens here. Is that strange or something? Yeah, motherfucker, that's strange. That ain't normal shit. That's crazy. That is crazy. Fucking man. People be talking about that the country is going to hell. Let me tell you something, man. We live in a dope ass time. Real talk. This do we got problems? Absolutely. But I mean, we have fat homeless people. Think about that for a second. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know how disrespectful that is to a nigga in Kenya that we just got fat homeless motherfuckers walking around, you know? <laughs> He's struggling his whole fucking life. We got fat homeless people wheezing up steps. <laughs> I borrow a dollar plate. <laughs> you know how disrespectful that is? Nobody's ever robbed a Ralph's truck ever. You know what I mean? Like, we're fine. We're fucking fine. Here's, here's, like, I would love to just go to Kenya and explain to them what a fucking pie-eating contest is. You know what I'm just to, Just to see their brain blow the fuck up. Just to be like, so wait a minute. You are telling me that I get free pie. And if I eat enough, you will give me money? No, I do not believe you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, so, it's, so, it's so crazy. It's, it's so insane. Here's, here's, how, here's how dope it is. A couple years ago, our government decided to not show up for work. All of them. They were just like, no, nah, we ain't going to work today. Nope, we're just not going to come to work. We don't know when that was. <laughs> like we, we're like, when the fuck was that? I remember that something in the news about that happened, but I don't remember when that was. If Netflix went down for an hour, we'd be on the fucking phones. You motherfuckers! I'm over here trying to watch the last episode of Dexter, and y'all bullshitting. I, I, look, Denise, I pay eight dollars for this shit. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's an insane thing. It's an insane thing, man. We're fine. I wiped my ass with three-ply toilet paper. You know what I mean? Like, I'm winning out here in these streets. 300 years ago, the richest motherfucker on the planet wiped his ass with straw. With straw! That means every single person had an itchy asshole 300 years ago. Every single person. Kings, itchy assholes. Oh, it must have been some stinky fingers. Oh, my God. Oh, so stinky. Here's, here's something that's crazy. Back in like the year, what is it, 1200 or something like that, there was no white noise machines. So you definitely heard your parents fucking in the next room. You heard that. You heard that. And there was no sinks. So they just brought their dirty fuck fingers to breakfast the next fucking morning. There was no washing up. And they're serving you porridge with daddy under her nails. That's disgusting. You want to go back then? Hell no, nah, man. We fine. We good out here, man. We good out here. <laughs> One weird thing I have seen, though, uh, walked outside my apartment. I saw a midget walking a duck. I ain't got no joke for that. I saw a fucking midget walking a goddamn duck. That shit was, <laughs> that shit was insane. That was crazy as fuck. Like, <laughs> and I told my homie that, and he was like, why the fuck was that happening? And I was like, I don't, I don't fucking know. You didn't ask him? No. Why not? Because I don't want to be a part of that story, okay? You know? <laughs> Cause then some poor dude just minding those business just saw an albino talking to a midget walking a duck. And I feel, I feel like that's gonna fuck up your weekend. You know what I mean? All right guys, I'm out of here. Thank you so much.
phone. Nathan, your phone. Yay. Yeah, keep it going for Nathan Hurd. Yay. I actually heard that the first toilet paper for rich people was actually the necks of swans. They would have a swan that they would keep in their castle bathroom and they would wipe their ass with the swan's neck and then the other swan would pick the poop out of the swan's feathers. So you'd have two swans. No one else has heard this? This is like, this is like what the medieval people used to do. Two swans, wipe the ass, then they clean each other. Good stuff. Yay, our LA people! John Jeffsky, Nathan Hurd, yay! Uh, you're next to me, Ian. I was gonna go with him, but do you have a time constraint? Okay, good. I didn't think either one of you did. Um, your next comedian, I'm so excited that he's here. Uh, everybody put your hands together for Kay Chang. Yay! Alright, what's up, y'all? I'm lonely as shit. Just got out of a breakup. Uh, she was too freaky. I asked her, what are you into? What's your fantasy? She said, I want to get shit on. I want to get pissed on. I want to get puked on. Those weren't her exact words. Her exact words were, I want to have a baby. So, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I got jokes. I know I look like I play professional StarCraft. But I got jokes. This is cool. This is cool. Uh, hey, come on back. <laughs> like I'm performing for a J. Crew catalog right here. This is. <laughs> are you guys comics? No, just kidding. Good. You're way too handsome for this. This is a. Uh, no, this is an ugly man's game. Don't look at Cole. That's a bad example, right? <laughs> this is the body you want to go for if you're doing comedy. 140 pounds, 32. Still get acne. I'm made for this shit. All right. I'm made for this. I agree, Cole. Do not tell anybody you do comedy. My parents do not even know that I do guys. All right. I mean comedy. I mean <laughs> comedy. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, I just came back from Las Vegas, folks. Oh, thank you. Yes. Just like the Raiders will be going to. Yes, Las Vegas. Uh, I was looking for hotel deals because I'm Asian and that's what we do. Look for, we look for deals on things, okay? Sometimes I look for deals in places I'm not even staying. Like, whoa, look at this Best Western in Dayton, Ohio. I fucking <laughs> might have to plan a trip. I was looking for hotel deals and the best deal was at the Trump Tower. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> look, look, four star hotel, for $80 a night, and you get a free spa voucher? You could build a wall. Whatever, I don't care. It's a good-ass deal, all right? Sorry. Vegas is not joking around about how many strip clubs they have. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like fucking Starbucks uh, without the racism. That's how, that's how many strip clubs they have. Uh, sometimes you're on a budget, and you want to lap dance. That's why I'm opening up a strip club with a Coinstar machine. Oh. Yeah. Rich people don't really get that joke, let me explain. <laughs> Coinstar is this machine, you take all your loose change, pour it in, gives you dollar bills. Great idea for a strip club. 
Hey, handsome, you want to dance? I sure do. Just give me one second. <laughs> Might have to wait till the next song, though. <laughs> I'm working on my sound effects. That was supposed to be Coinstar Machine. It sounds kind of like a dial-up modem. I'm working on it. The bit's going to be great one day. Uh, friends, I'm doing great. My, I've just bought this belt, and it's reversible. <laughs> what? Unlike my poor life decisions. Uh, let me tell you about this belt. It is both black and brown, which means that white women want to date it. And this belt is made in China, so white men want to date it. There we go. <laughs> I really wish I was wearing that belt. It, the, not just because the joke would have worked better, but because my pants are falling down right now. So, yeah. Hey, guys, how about the Warriors? Y'all watch the game? Hell yeah. Fucking Warriors, man. I hate how everything in basketball revolves around LeBron. They're like, look, hey, he's getting older. LeBron's still good. LeBron's been old since he joined the league, okay? He's been 33 for the past 15 years. LeBron's hairline needs a backcourt violation. <laughs> Meanwhile, our dude, Steph Curry. Yeah. Looks like he's still in middle school. <laughs> Dude's got skin like a Korean woman. <laughs> there we go. It's a basketball and a dermatology joke. But you guys would like that one. I'm just really happy that we got through the Rockets. Like, I'm so happy we'd be using. I'm gonna start calling the Warriors Hurricane Irene because they just destroyed Houston, all right? Wow. Y'all didn't even remember that Hurricane Irene happened, okay? We could go back to shitting on Houston. It's a <laughs> shitty city. Just imagine LA without any beaches or movie stars or anything good to eat. That's Houston, Texas for you right there, all right? Just humidity and traffic, that's all it is. Uh, friends, I just got laid, yeah, off, I just got laid off, uh, I don't work in tech, I wonder why you would think that, hmm, <laughs> no, I worked at a hospital as a data analyst, and when I met my brand new chief of medicine, she asked me for a report, what I wanted to say was, sure thing, I'll whip it up for you. But what I said was, sure thing, I'll whip it out for you. So that's why I need a new job. Really. Everyone's like, dude, you want a new job? You just got to pad your resume. I already did that, okay? My resume is so padded. A woman could bleed on it. Is that misogynist? I'm just, is that one okay? Okay, fine. Uh, okay, folks. I am a responsible adult. I am so mature. Like, so mature. You guys don't know how mature I am, all right? Here's how responsible I am. I was at this festival doing shrooms with a stranger. <laughs> right? Thank you. At the end of this festival, they light this art structure on fire. But it wouldn't light on fire. Now, clearly, you want to get it lit, just play some Michael Jackson on the dance floor. I'll take care of the rest, all right? <laughs> all right. So it wouldn't light. So one of the dudes, I guess he works there, he took a can of kerosene, 
squirted directly onto the fire. The fire goes back up into the can. The can catches on fire. He gets scared, drops it. The grass around catches on fire. His leg catches on fire. So I heroically grab a fire extinguisher, put it all out, save about 100 people's lives. That's right. So it's cool for, me, for, cool for him because he didn't die. Cool for me because I got to be sexy fireman for the day. I mean, really, I should have took my shirt off right before I put out that fire. It would, uh, y'all can't tell, but I'm in fantastic shape. If I took my shirt off right now, you'd be like, whoa, he is cut like fresh grass. Oh, my God. He is cut like taxes for the wealthiest 1%. That's how cut he is. He is cut like 23 million from their healthcare benefits. That one was too far. I just, I just lost my health insurance today. Okay. Uh, so here's how I know I'm responsible is because I sobered up from the shrooms because of an adrenaline rush from putting out that fire. In my 20s, I got excited about things like fire and explosions. Now that I'm in my 30s, I get excited about fire safety. Like, safety in general kind of turns me on, a little bit, a little bit. Like, if I'm on a date and she doesn't put on her seatbelt, mm-mm, no, no. You ain't getting this dick, mm-mm. That's how I pronounce it with every single vowel, dick. That's how you guys say it. Dirty talk to me is when I'm on a flight and the flight attendant says, please put your tray bags and seats in their upright position. Mm. Oh, I got some positions for us, all right. If I see two women holding a ladder for each other, ooh, and she better not be wearing high heels. She needs to be wearing the orthopedic shoes that are non-slip. She's got the Dr. Scholl's foot pads to ease your plantar fasciitis. That's sex to me, folks. I, damn it. I, I usually wear the foot pads and I pull them out. I didn't wear the belt or the foot pads today. I'm very prepared, unprepared for this set, Pam. I'm sorry. I know. I, fucking, I guess props don't. Yeah. I wear Dr. Scholl's. I'm 32 now. So that's what you have to look forward to. Um, <laughs> I guess the props wouldn't have really worked. With for a radio show anyway, so <laughs> it's okay. I missed out on them. Hey, folks, uh, did you guys watch Avengers yet? Yeah. Yes. Who didn't watch it? All right. Close your ears, folks. All right, cool. Hey, do you think Thanos jerks off wearing the Infinity Gauntlet? I just... <laughs> like the moon is going back and forth, and he's like, oh... <laughs> Oh, I got it on the power stone. Little. Well, he does the reverse with the infinity gauntlet. That's how it was demonstrating. <laughs> uh, I'm a nerdy dude. I like, I'm into comic books and anime, which I don't really need to say that. Y'all could just look at me and be like, yeah, that dude probably likes anime and comic books. Yeah. Good guess. Uh, if I had a superpower, it would be the ability to instantly change race. I want to get picked first for basketball. Boom, I'm black. Yeah? If you think that joke is racist, you've never been picked last. 
But see, now, now I want to play an Asian in a movie. Boom, I'm white. Yeah. Now I want to die early on in that movie. Boom, back to black. There we go, see? If you think that joke is racist, you've never seen a movie. Any mo- oh, shit, I almost died right there telling that joke. Any movie, folks. I, I don't even know how much time I'm supposed to do. Keep going. One? Okay, all right. Uh, all right, I'll end on this joke. Uh, folks, did you know that Asian people only make up 2% of visits to national parks? It's true. However, we make up 98% of pictures taken at national parks. That's my time. Thank you very much. Kivia K. Chang, yay! And then yay. It's exciting. You guys, are you guys local? Are you guys, are you, all of you local? You're not. You're from out time. We learned that you're from far away. Pittsburgh. You guys are, you guys are local? No, you're all visiting. Oh my gosh. Then I will not do a Muni joke in between because it would make no sense to you. You're like, yeah, fuck Muni. It's the, it's the bus. It's good. Uh, I'll bring up your next comedian. Uh, he's all the way from Portland. Yeah? No. Seattle. It's, uh, for me, the northern hinterlands, they like, you know, it's all the same. Hey, everybody, you're going to love him. Put your hands together for Isaac Novak. Working? Does it sound coming out? Oh, good. Excellent. Uh, it's good to be here. Um, I am from Seattle. I've been uh, um, doing shows, just kind of driving around all over California doing shows. I was in L.A. for a couple of days. I just did a show with a comic in front of me, came up on stage with his headshot <laughs> as a prop, I guess. I don't know. I was like, oh, great. Th- thank you. That is a chip on my L.A. bingo card. All I need to do is get the waffle waitress with the Botox and Jackson's, and I win. Um, yeah, nobody laughed in that audience when I t- tried to riff on that because... They all had their headshots with them, too. So audience and comics alike. (laughs) That's just what's up down south. So drove up uh, um, from L.A. to San Francisco this morning, and uh, the Adderall has not worn off at all. Um, So, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, It's going to be a long night for me, I think. I think I'm just getting started with that. Um, I have it like I have it for legitimate reasons. I have a, a prescription. I have you know, attention deficit disorder, or, you know, ADD, although maybe because I have it, I keep fucking it up in my head and calling it AD&D, which, of course, is Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. Um, (laughs) So I have attention uh, attention deficit and dragons, and it's pretty good. Um, So, yeah, I've just been driving up. uh, And and if you don't, so they gave me Adderall, which, if you don't know, is amphetamines. Yay, yay amphetamines. Uh, it's a little socially acceptable dose of, of speed that I get, and it's pretty good. But driving with it, it's like, so it's a problem because it's like, so I take the pill, and then I see, oh, Carl's Jr. or whatever. I hear a song that comes on the radio that I haven't heard in a while, and then I forget that I've taken the pill. So I have to take another pill after that. <laughs> that can go on all fucking day. Then eventually, it's like, I'm like, what's that weird noise coming out of the car? It's like, oh, it's me. I've been going for like two hours. Like, how many of these fucking pills did I take? And the only way you can find out, if you don't know, is you have to pour the whole bottle out on the dashboard. And if you can count them up just by looking at them, you probably had too many pills. That's, 
usually what that means. So I got to, uh, so yeah, got to San Francisco. I was just uh, like hanging out a little bit. I went over to this coffee shop uh, a few blocks from here. It's like really kind of like like slick, like really nailed down design coffee shop. Went in there and I was like, hey, uh, what's your Wi-Fi password? And she gave me this like, we don't have a Wi-Fi password here. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we, are we not doing that anymore? If I miss the boat, do we all have like implants or something, San Francisco? What's going on? What's happening? <laughs> It's like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, can I use your public restroom? She's like, we don't have a public restroom. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Coffee shop in San Francisco. It's like, can I just get like a, an espresso then? It's like, we're a shoe store. I'm like, oh shit, I don't know. <laughs> they name these things such weird, ironic names now. I don't know, the shoe store. Thanks for kind of laughing at that. That counts as an applause break in this audience. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's good to be here. I love San Francisco uh, because I'm a doughy, bearded, white dude with glasses. And uh, this is where the factory is, as it turns out. It's fucking great, man. I love it. I love walking around the streets of this city, seeing my own face reflected back in the faces of half the dudes I see around here. I could rob a bank in this city. Do you understand? This is the best. Ma I don't need a mask. This is better than any balaclava. Just, even if they did, like, like get a witness behind the one-way mirror to try to like that's him officer like are you sure yeah second guy from the left never forget a face well we haven't flipped the thing on yet that's just your reflection um <laughs> oh shit did i rob a bank <laughs> who am i <laughs> but uh yeah i like i like coming here um I I hate how like com I, I hate it when comics complain about getting older all the time. Um I also hate myself. So here we go. Um <laughs> turned 41 this year, which um I'm not saying that's hella old or anything 41. It's a little too old to be saying hella. I think they cut you off at 39. It's just old enough, you know. It's just old enough like like things change, like I I can't like you know, culture changes, and there's a whole group of younger people coming up behind me, and it's hard to relate to those people. You know, like nobody gets my musical references anymore. I can't just walk up to a group of millennials and be like, "You guys into circle jerks?" And they're like, "I don't get it." And neither do you. I think it's the shirt. I think people look at the shirt and like, "You don't like the circle jerks, motherfucker." You just did that for a joke. It's like, yeah, it's true. But when I try this joke with "They Might Be Giants," it doesn't work at all. So. <laughs> Yeah, getting older. Um, 41, which is, you know, I'm not a millennial. I'm uh, Generation X, which uh, the word sounds like it has a goatee on it. Shit. Fucking <laughs> Gen X! It's the sound of frosted tips, if they could talk. Um, <laughs> people give the millennials a lot of shit these days. Like, oh, they've been coddled by their parents or whatever. And, which I think is just because y'all are the first generation of people to be conceived on purpose, mostly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, there's like, there's, you know, by the time of the 80s, there was like, you know, the pill and sexual education. There was a lot of consensual, intentional fucking going on in the Reagan administration. So I'm trying to say, but I don't, but me, I was born in Oklahoma in the 70s to a Catholic mom. I'm not even really sure she fucking knew how she got pregnant. I think she was just like, oh, shit, how oh, this, well, let's see, I did the groceries last week, uh, uh, laundry, uh, fuck the musician, um, oh, shit, maybe that was it. 
So yeah, the, so the millennials, yeah, if you they call it, say you got helicopter parents, it's like yeah, because your parents wanted you around, they had you on purpose. I used to think my mom when I was a kid let me wander the streets because she was trying to teach me self-reliance. Like now, I don't know. Maybe she was hoping I wouldn't come back and she could go be a painter or something. <laughs> if you leave your child in a car in a parking lot on a hot day, they will take that child away from you and you'll never see them again. I remember when that was just daycare. It wasn't just my mom either. It was just a fucking parking lot full of Oklahoma children just like sweating it out, a bunch of 7-Eleven hot dogs. She come, even if I die, she'd come back and like, oh, well, whoops, oh, fuck that up. I don't know. Well, he was conceived accidentally. Let's leave it the same way. I don't know. It's kind of, it gets a little dark at the end there. It's weird getting older because like, like technology changes, like you get to in, into your 40s and you can just, you can really see like a gradual change in, in the way technology exists in the world. Like when I was in college, my job was, I worked at a photo lab. Oh. Yeah, yeah, one person remembers photo labs. But that was a fucking thing, man. That was a thriving industry. They were everywhere. Because it used to be if you wanted a photograph, you had to like put film in the back of a camera and make sure that you didn't get any light leaks and put it on a tripod and, you know, lay down the tarp or whatever you're going to do with your sexy lover people and like click, click, click. And then you'd take that film to a Stone College student, that was me, and give them money to get the final product back. And about 2002, 2003, they came out with a phone that had a camera on it. And first guy who bought it was like, you mean I can just take a picture of my balls and I'll just have it? <laughs> Whole industry collapsed the next day. I went into work, door was boarded up, and it was over. That was mostly what we were doing, working at the photo lab, is just taking pictures of people's like boobs and babies and cats. It's like it was a beta tester for the internet. <laughs> people used to ask me, Isaac, did you make duplicates of all the weird things you see at the photo labs when you work there? And I did, but um, <laughs> But it wasn't the things you're thinking of. It wasn't like all the sex and everything. That was boring to me. I saw that shit every day. But I did have my own collection of just weird shit. Like not even sexual, just weird. And the weirdest thing that I ever saw was I was flipping through photos and it was this old man in a bed surrounded by his family. And I kept on flipping through him and the old man got smaller and smaller and weaker. And then he just passed away. Like, yeah, someone set a, up a camera on a tripod to take sequential shots of grandpa's dying breath. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking macabre as shit. So I made duplicates of the whole set and made a flip book out of it just for myself. Um, <laughs> so I was an art student. That's what, what you do. <laughs> the next day, like his, the, the, his son, the guy who I think took the photos, like came in to pick up his copy of them and he was like flipping through them in the photo lab and like crying and saying goodbye to his father and it's this really deep moment and I remember him, remember him saying the question I keep asking myself is should these pictures even have been taken? I said absolutely sir they should have been taken this is beautiful check this out you do it backwards and it comes back to life <laughs> sorry I think it's a little dark there um <laughs> Uh, what else? Um, I got married uh, this last year. 
Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> no, it's good. It's really good. Uh, we're we're really happy together. Everything's been going great. Um, people ask me, "Oh, what's it like? What's what's being married like? You know, what's happening?" I don't know, man. Like, we haven't done shit. We got married six months ago. We went into our apartment. We've been there the whole time. We don't do anything. We became old, boring people immediately, and it's great. Being boring is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I highly recommend it. Because here's the thing about boring people. Boring people, never bored. We're never bored. See, interesting people who are fucked. Interesting people, like, have to go through the world, like, everything's got to live up to your expectations. You know, it's like, oh, is this country music? I've been to Japan or whatever. And <laughs> boring people, it's real easy. It's like, oh, LaCroix, that's it. You made our night. It's like, oh, yeah, it's flavored carbonated water, but not too much flavor. Let's not go crazy, you know, just a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, it's pomplamoose. It's just grapefruit, but it's French. <laughs> Yeah, it's great being boring, man. We're fucking boring people, me and my wife. We have boring sex. Let's talk about it. We do. We have real boring sex. It's just the same shit all the time. Didn't used to be. We used to be like really, you know, kinky, freaky weirdos. And we still are in here. But as it, but as it turns out, we're all, we're both, you know, very lazy as well. And, uh, and just knowing that you can is, is kind of hot, you know? Just knowing that if I wanted to, I could bust out the, the straps and the food products and just like flip the script on this whole thing and oh, I'm done. But I, had to, I was worried about it because everything had been going kind of the same thing for a little while and, and you know, so I wanted to check in. So I asked her, I was like, like oh, how's everything going with uh, sex? Everything good? Are you, is it too boring? Like, no, this is perfectly fine. Just keep plowing me in missionary until one of us passes out or comes. I've got a meeting in the morning. And like, oh, shit, you're a real boring lady. She's like, oh, you're really boring too. And then we kissed each other with no tongue and went back to watching Grey's Anatomy. And that's marriage. Uh, but it is, it's, it's fun being married. Um, uh, I'm I'm out of I'm out of town for a while, uh, for for about another week. Usually she leaves for work a lot, and I love it. Love it when she leaves for work, because because when you live with somebody, you just live for that, for them leaving town for the weekend, and I get to pretend that the apartment's mine, and I'm a bachelor. It's like oh, what can I get into that I don't normally get to do when she's around? And she leaves, I'm like looking around. I open the refrigerator. There's buffalo wings. I love buffalo wings. So I just take them out and I just eat them all cold. I don't warm them up. It's got time for that shit. And now I feel terrible. That's how I know it's a party. What are we going to wash that down with? Get into the whiskey next. Fuck it. Why not? Drink a whole bunch of whiskey alone. That's not a sign of a problem, is it? <laughs> now I'm drunk and full of buffalo sauce, just wandering around. <laughs> Get onto the computer next. Fuck it. Why not? Go to the darkest corners of the internet, guys, and... Find a website full of shit. I don't want to do it to anybody, really, and I don't want it done to me either. And Make myself jerk off to it. Now I'm confused. I'm drunk and full of buffalo sauce. Smoke a whole bunch of weed at one time. Why not? Put all this shit into me at once, and I'm just down in the fetal position on the floor. When is she going to get back? I can't take care of myself. I'm a child. Where are my pants? Finally get up, dust the crumbs off, Look around at the mess I've made. Look out the window. She's still in the driveway starting the car to leave. <laughs> Makes for a long weekend. You guys have been great. My name's Isaac Novak. Enjoy yourself. Oh. Oh.
on marriage, yes! I got my first STD from, uh, from my marriage, actually. Uh, I, got, I got married and I got an STD, yeah. Uh, it's actually sexually, sexually transmitted debt. That's what happens. I find, found out after I'd been married for three years that he owed $15,000 in credit cards. Really? I didn't know it would have been great before we got married. Oh, so fun. It's just wonderful to just base a relationship off lies. It's the way to go. Uh, your last comedian tonight, I'm excited to have her. Everybody put your hands together for Sarah DeForest. Yeah. <laughs> been a night huh so you guys uh, so everyone are you guys all for the coding camp here I'm not. you're not who are you how's it going so far you love it it sounds like you love it good how many weeks in great <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool. And then you're coming to some comedy to, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Cool. Are you going to the uh, Cluster Fest at all this weekend? You just got a code all weekend. I right. I know. I had the same thought. I also didn't buy tickets for that. Um. So let's see. Are you guys? Uh, where are you guys from? Originally? Austin. Pittsburgh. Austin. Austin. Nashville. Nashville. And then you live here. I'm from Fremont. Oh, from Fremont. Okay, cool. How, that's good, because I, uh, I just wanted to make sure. No one's from Reno, right? <laughs> Whew. Yeah, no, that's good. Reno, Reno's this odd place. Like, I, don't, I don't know if you knew this, but they have this new uh, tourism campaign, and the slogan is, Welcome to Selfie Town. <laughs> it's just like so sad, Reno. Like, it, it's as if the city is just publicly admitting that there is nothing photogenic there. <laughs> so you should just turn your camera around. <laughs> like, I think Welcome to Selfie Town is it's more of a PSA. They're saying, like, if you're in Reno, Take a hard look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what went wrong here? <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, the so yeah, I live in San Francisco. I live I live in the Mission, a little while away, and uh, I pay way too much in rent for the apartment I have, and that's just the story of San Francisco. the The walls in my apartment are are extremely thin. And I can hear everything that my upstairs neighbors are doing, like everything, right? And it's, it's just gotten so bad that I had to buy a white noise machine to drown out the sound of their white noise machine. <laughs> uh, let's see, any uh, out of the two ladies in the room, anyone have an IUD? <laughs> yeah, you too? I feel like women with IUDs are always really proud of them. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, you're, you're cheering, you're excited. It's like, because, it, like, IUDs are kind of the hot fashion trend of birth control right now. Like, like, I'm on the pill, and I've been on the pill for, you know, a decade, and I, 
and I'm fine with it. I don't care if it's not trendy. I don't care if it's the equivalent of wearing Crocs today. I'm just, I'm going to stick with it. But all my friends are trying to, they, they have IUDs and they're pressuring me to get one. They're like, Sarah, you have to get an IUD. 2018 is all about copper. <laughs> it's like, I don't like it. Because what do you think is going to happen to this little, more, uh, this little metal device that shoved up a moist vagina for five years. Like, that shit's gonna rust. <laughs> okay? It's shaped like an anchor. It's gonna look like there's a sunken shipwreck in your uterus. <laughs> Barnacles growing all over it. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I'm already dealing with yeast infections. I don't also need to battle some pirate ghost of Davy Jones. <laughs> No, thank you. Um, I appreciate that you guys could laugh at the IUD jokes, though. You guys are very, very mature young men. That's great. Uh, hashtag feminism. Um, uh, let's see. My, uh, I've noticed that here in San Francisco, there's, a, there's you guys know, there's, there's a lot of like organic, healthy food. And the packaging always comes with little words of wisdom on the label. Like I had this box of yogi tea, and the label said, where there is love, there is no question. And I was like, yeah, I got a few questions about love. Like, in, in, in fact, that's where I have the most questions. <laughs> and I'm not trying to get mentored by a tea bag. <laughs> Okay, because like, yeah, for me, where there's love, there are endless questions. It is just 100% uncertainty. And I'm just sitting there drinking this tea and thinking, like, do I love him more than he loves me? How far is that receding hairline going to go? How come I never like him in the morning? Does he look too much like my brother? Or just enough. <laughs> my uh, my brother's wife is Asian. Thank you. And <laughs> I have this dream that if I marry a black guy, then together the four of us would make the perfect stock photo. <laughs> Think about it, got a redhead, Asian, black guy. We would run this town. We'd be in textbooks, corporate PowerPoint slides, <laughs> gathered around the conference table looking at graphs, <laughs> laughing despite our differences. <laughs> you could just throw in a lesbian and a guy in a wheelchair. We can make a reboot of Glee. <laughs> we got this. Um, let's see. Uh, my, uh, uh, oh, I, I ended things with a guy last year, and it was just one of those things where I knew immediately that he wasn't right for me, and I was just like, next! But just imagine this motion took four years. <laughs> Anyone had relationships like that? I, but now I, but now I have a new boyfriend, and, and he's great. And um, he used to be a fat kid, 
And you can totally tell because he always buys clothes that are too big for him and he doesn't like to look at old photos. But it's actually great for me because he has <laughs> no portion control when he eats <laughs> me out. <laughs> yeah. Getting edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I... Uh, I, what do I want to end on? Okay, I you guys might be surprised to hear this, but um, I I like to do drugs on occasion. Yeah, I've never smoked a cigarette, but I can I can I've I've done some cocaine and um, but I'll do I'll do coke in like a very introverted thirty-something way, where I'll just like do a few lines on a Saturday night and then. Just curl up with a good book. (laughs) Just fucking speed read through Jane Austen. (laughs) Get through 200 pages before book club tomorrow. (laughs) That's the way I like to live. All right, thank you so much. You guys are great. Sarah DeForest, yay! I'm so glad that uh, you talked about health food and drugs in your set. That was awesome. Uh, Something I learned, if you guys have been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, uh, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. Yeah, I know. Tips from the mouths of babes. Actually, I learned that from some vegans. Um, I'm just going to tell you guys one more joke. Earlier, I mentioned at the beginning of the set that I want to abduct a child so that I can win the motherfucking science fair. Um, The the real reason I want to do that is that I want, I'm never going to have a baby. I have an IUD also. Um, Copper sweeper copper pool sweeper keeps out all the dead babies but I've always wanted to lactate uh, because I want my body to be like I want to use all the nature that it's intended for and also um, I smoke and ingest so much marijuana that I want to pump my breast milk and make TH cheese for the vegans see I'm trying to save the vegans because vegans will breast milk their breast milk their children because um it's consensual milk. And so if I give my consensual milk that has THC in it, because it's just, I smoke so much weed, and then I make it into cheese, then I can win the science fair with a child because it'll be like a home ec project. <laughs> and science. And then I get to eat, I can, I, I mean, isn't that weird? It's like getting high off your own supply. But like, is it, it I mean, how, it just keeps... A double dip. I mean, if, if I could make this, I would believe in God. Like, I'd be like, yes, yes, there is a God. I just made breast milk cheese. Yeah, that's edgy. Um, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you to the four people that are real people. Yay, real people. Without you, this is schizophrenia. Yay. Comics aren't real people. They're just invisible, weird people. Thanks to David Zunzu for running the ones and twos. All the comedians you saw tonight, Isaac Novak, Kay Chang, Sarah DeForest, Cole Chapman, the two guys from LA, yay for them, Nathan Hurd, and John Shafee, something like that. I've been Pam Benjamin. Thanks again for being here. Bye.
You hit them stones and you broke your home. Crack, 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 crack. Crooked cap, that cap. How much dough can you push to me? Crooked cap, that cap. No good for community. Fucking picket shots. 300 men will search for me. My brother get pops and don't know I'd hear the sound. Don't know I'd hear the rounds. Sound. Don't know I'd hear the shouts. Shouts. Don't know I'd hear the sound. Don't know I'd disturb the peaceful riots. Don't know I'd disrupt Nirvana. Don't know. And all I got to show for it is shoes and shows and chauffeurs with roll rage. So the same damn ad lip, ah, always. Still got a let him in, no practice. Still got a burn him in, no lacking. Still a lot of jams, nigga, no Jackson. No Jordan, we toe tagging. I take it to the land where the lake made of sand and the milk don't pour and the honey don't dance and the money ain't yours. That's the red pill, got a blue and a handful of Advils. I'm the new nitty, fucking nitty to old me. So I'ma tell the buyer what nitty told me, ah. I got that, mm.
nine with the shit I've been riding around with my blunt on my lips With the sun in my eyes and my gun on my hip Paranoia on my mind, got my mind on the fritz But a lot of niggas dying, so my nine with the shit To the neighborhood. I bet they don't stay for good. Watch. Somebody will steal daddy's rolly. Call it the neighborhood. Watch. Pray for a safer hood. With my paper good. Watch. Captain Saberhood. Hood Savior. Baby boy. Still getting ID for swishers. I'ma still watch my clothes. Still with the same money militia. I'ma still watch my pros. Trapped in the middle of the map with a little bitty rock and a little bit of rap. That with a little every knack and a little shitty mac and like a little really jack. With the sun in my eyes and my gun on my hip Paranoia on my mind, got my mind on the fritz But a lot of niggas dying, so my nine with the shits I've been riding around with my blunt on my lips With the sun in my eyes and my gun on my hip Paranoia on my mind, got my mind on the fritz But a lot of niggas dying, so my nine with the shits Us here. Where the fuck is Matt Lauer at? Somebody get Katie Couric in here. Probably scared of all the refugees. Look like we had a fucking hurricane here. Are we shooting whether it's dark or not? I mean, the days is pretty dark a lot. Down here, it's easier to find a gun than it is to find a fucking parking spot. No love for the opposition. Specifically a cop position, because they never been in opposition. Getting violations from the nation. Correlating you drastically. I've been riding around with my blunt on my lips. With the sun in my eyes and my gun on my hip. Paranoia on my mind, got my mind on the fritz. But a lot of niggas dying, so my nine with the shits. I've been riding around with my blunt on my lips. With the sun in my eyes and my gun on my hip. Paranoia on my mind, got my mind on the fritz. But a lot of niggas dying, so my nine with the shits. Yeah.